Hi friends, we are here with Jocelyn and we have had Jocelyn on before. I'm so excited to have her back on. If you want to go and show her some support, her latest episode with me was over socialism. And fun fact, it was actually an episode that got flagged on Spotify. So support us, show us some love, go listen to that episode and um, you are going to learn so many things from her. So Today we have Jocelyn on again, and I'm so excited for today's topic, um, and I think many of you listeners are excited for it too, because I posted on Instagram, and I cannot tell you how many responses I got back from you guys. You were over the moon that we were doing this episode, um, you were excited that Jocelyn was coming back on, so we are so excited to have her on. Today's episode is about idolizing on social media and I think that we are even going to go into just idolizing in general. What is idolatry? What does the Bible say about idolizing people? And then uh, anything in general when it comes to things in society. So um, let's get into it. Let's dive into it. The first thing I want Jocelyn to talk to you guys about is the science behind social media influencing. So let's start with that. So I think the science behind it is just really interesting. So, I mean, naturally as humans, and the Bible talks about this too, we look for something to idolize. Mm -hmm. We look for something to look up to, to almost worship, which as Christians, it should be God. As humans, we are drawn to something greater. And so many times we look at social media influencers as like the bigger person to try and look up to them, kind of live their life. And we see that so often. And I think it's more triggered towards younger people. It happens with everybody, but younger people really, you know, you're striving for something more. You're looking for someone to look up to. And I think that has like the biggest effect of the science behind it is like, you're just really searching for something. And I think, I, I think I have some, just like some of the rates here. So like, okay. So he says here, like, 75% of companies use influencers to promote their products. Mm -hmm. I think that alone just shows the science behind it of, like, people look for that, something to relate to. So they look to another person to then relate to something. And that's, people know that and they use that. And I think that's a huge thing is people know what triggers people. Right. That is so huge. It happens in marketing when it comes to companies. They know that if they... Um, market with someone who is more famous on the internet or who is an actor, etc. If they use someone like that, their brand is more likely to be bought in stores or whatever they are marketing. It's a marketing tool. And so they do it kind of sub subconsciously, but for us, it's something that's so detrimental to us. And why is that? Well, I think that, you know, idolization, it talks about this model too, it's what really, you put yourself in a box almost, you're trying so hard to live up to something that isn't you, what we should be striving to be is, you know, as Christians, means little Christ, mm -hmm. so the definition of Chris, Christian is little Christ, we are called to be like Christ, not like other people, and idolization really just tears at the person, because you, you're never going to be that other person, you're your own person, and all you need to strive to do is to be more like Jesus, not more like another person. So idolization just triggers so many insecurities, mm. and it's like destroying our youth, and we see that so much. I absolutely agree. It's something that needs to be talked more about in youth groups, in church. 
um, something that I think a lot of pastors really do shy away from, and it, it astonishes me because it's talked about in the New Testament. We see um, it being talked about warnings from God telling us not to idolize with the example of the Israelites, um, if we are going to talk about the biblical stance on idolatry, but in the same way, how does it connect to social media? How does, um, how can we take what God says in the Bible and apply it to social media? What is the harm of idolatry? I think the harm of idolatry is just like you, it puts your focus off of God and onto your social media. Instead of striving to be a better Christian, you're striving to be a better influencer. Mm-hmm. Instead of putting out content to, that would teach others about Jesus and please God, you're then trying to please people. Mm-hmm. I think that's like the biggest thing is you're changing yourself and what you should be standing for to meet the standards of others. I absolutely agree with that. Um, and anything that takes place of God in your life is idolatry. That is a definition. If we're going to talk about rhetoric, the main point of rhetoric is to define something before you actually talk and argue your stance or basis on it. So anything that takes the place of God in your life, the consumption of social media, the obsessing over whoever is in your mind or whatever, I guess, um, that is idolatry. So 2 Timothy 3 verses 1 through 2 tells us, in the last days, terrible times will come for men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money. Um, They will be boastful, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy. And I think that's a really great verse to show these times. Um, We can apply it to the times we're living in. We can also apply the lovers of themselves. So when we talk about that, how does that pertain to self-love culture? I think that the self-love culture is very dangerous Mm. because I, if if you know me, like, I mean, you know me personally, I'm like a very confident person. Mm -hmm. But also, like, there's so much room to grow in this this culture now is, like, no matter who you are, what you've done, anything in your life, you're perfect. Mm. And, yes, it's true. It's true. God sees every person as his amazing, beautiful creation, right? Everybody is perfect in God's eyes. But we've taken it to a new extreme of not improving upon ourselves personally, if that's in our like religion. If you're a Christian, you're sinning every day. Now this culture promotes that that's okay mm. when it's not. And because yes, as God's child, you are perfect. But there's also, you cannot be living in sin because the culture says it's okay. Right. And one thing I want to add to that is that when people say it's okay to sin, adding on to that self-love culture. It's going to make you a better person. You are the only person who can love yourself. All of these things that this might sound crazy to you as you're listening to this, but watch the view. Like you only have to watch three minutes of the view and you will hear all of these things being said. And it's in the feminist culture. It's in the self-love culture. That's kind of the Uh, name we've given it but you'll see it all over social media with cute little posts that say love yourself that's all you have to do 
to fulfill whatever dream you want. And I think that ties in, if we're going to talk about modern day issues, that ties into abortion. Like, women are, if we're going to talk about um, the sinfulness in the world, it ties into you can do whatever you want and not have to pay consequences for it. And so it's it's detrimental. It's sad to see. I really um, encourage women to look to the Bible instead of Instagram. Um, and I really want Jocelyn to kind of pick up on here a little bit is what are ways that we can search for God's purpose for our life instead of turning to social media? Well, I think that so many, I know I, I go to youth group and I have one of the best youth pastor ever. He's <laughs> great. And cause he, he like goes, everything he teaches is to the word. Mm. And I think that's amazing. Everything's directly from the word. So, I mean, just building like you need to go and fellowship with fellow Christians. You need to pray. You need to be in the word because if you're on Instagram all day, but you don't take five minutes in the morning or however long it takes you to read your morning reading or, you know, just be in the word daily, then you're not, you're going to get almost get more fruit from Instagram where it's toxic mm-hmm. more than what you're putting into yourself through God's word. So I think it's, if you're going to, it's, what you put into yourself is what's going to come out too. Mm-hmm. If you're putting more of yourself into your social media and less of yourself into God, then that's going to show. Right. Um, and even social media takes away that personal relationship with people, that community that you would find either with friends, um, with your small group, um, whoever you group with to talk about Jesus and talk about the word. So that is a really good point, um, Jocelyn, to search out. I know it can be hard, especially because many of the listeners are younger. They're younger than I am, younger than um, we can really use our youth to our advantage. We can use this time that we have um, to our advantage. I love that we're open, we're free, we have um, free will, God gives us free will, and the beauty of that is that we can choose what we're going to do with our time, and I think that's really wise. When we choose wisely to be in community instead of staying home and really, like, suppressing everything, you know, it beautiful things happen, right? So, let's talk about maybe some personal experiences of losing sight of Christ when it comes to social media. Hey, fun. So, <laughs> I, so for me personally, when I first started kind of like working with politics and stuff, I jumped into PragerU and I, I love them. <laughs> um, and I was just kind of jumping in. You instantly go to the big names. Mm-hmm. You know, it's Candace Owens, Ben Shapiro, all these people. And then you go to, like, the TikTok stars of, like, politics, right? Yeah. Um, I won't name names, but, like, a lot of them. There's a lot. And for me personally, I just right into that culture without, like, a second thought. And I love Candace Owens. I will always love Candace Owens. Her book is my all-time favorite. Yes. But I've also learned a lot since coming into politics, since social media, like getting on social media and stuff. And there's a big, big difference between 
respecting someone and looking up to them and idolization. So if you're going to like dwell on every single thing that person says and relying on that person for all of your information and, you know, just really focus your core on that person, that is idolization. If you're like cyber stalking 24 seven, just to make sure you don't miss a beat. That's, that's also idolization and and kind of creepy. But yes. <laughs> anyway. so for me personally, I know I idolize someone and I have to actually have someone call me out because I was like, oh my gosh, this person is so amazing. And um, a friend of mine called me out. She's like, have you looked into this person? Have you looked into every aspect of their social media? And she was amazing about it. And she didn't say, I'm not saying unfollow them. I'm not saying like completely don't, don't discredit everything they're saying. But have an open mind and don't just like instantly worship this person. Mm-hmm. Instead, look into everything. They everyone makes mistakes and nobody's perfect. And focus more on yourself than other people. Mm-hmm. And I I did I listened to her and I did some like dig dig I dug deep and did a lot of research. And now I don't know how to lose that person, but. It was a learning experience. And since that experience, because I did, I really, really looked up to that person. I thought they were amazing. Um, and they, I'm sure they're a very nice person, but it wasn't someone that I should have been idolizing. So since that experience, I like don't idolize anyone on social, on social media, especially political figures and people that speak in politics. I've come to realize that the people that will feed into me most in that area are the people closest to me. So like the people I refer back to the most, the people I want to learn from the most are people that are also learning. So, and I have to, we're all like one big happy community and that's amazing because that creates a community where you can learn together. Mm. So we all love Candace Owens. We all love these big names, but we also need to remember they are human and they are amazing and they have much to teach us, but we can learn those things ourselves too. And there's no reason to put them on a pedestal because they are people. And a lot of the times, if you actually talk to the people that you're idolizing, especially in the political world, you'll realize they're either one end or the other. They're nothing like you thought they were, or they are act like a completely normal person. And if you follow me on social media, you know, I repost Morgan Zegers a lot because I love her. And the reason I do that is because every time I talk to her, she talks to you like a friend. Like you... If you talk to her, you can't really see her like a celebrity or something. Like she's just so down to earth and I don't think she realizes like how much of an impact she has sometimes. Um, but I love that kind of like, where you can actually build relationships. You don't have to idolize people. And it's like, you can build relationships with people and work with those people and gain knowledge through that and really just learn. Because idolization isn't going to get you anywhere besides just striving to do something that you can't. You're never going to be another person. It's just growing alongside other people. So, yeah. Exactly. And thank you for sharing, really. It means that many of us can learn from each other. I love that you said that. We're all learning. Um, Another thing I love that you said was we're all human. That's such a good thing to point out when we're talking about idolization idolatry on social media because when we really think about it 
we're all human. We're all here. We were all made in the image of God. And truly, that's how we should see each other when we look on social media. Um, and so that was so good. <laughs> good job. Um, what are some common idols in our society today? Um, I think that so many of, like, young people in our society idolize celebrities. Mm. Like, that's the big thing, is, like, idolizing a celebrity. One of the biggest ones. I actually did a poll on my Instagram, like, last month, I think, because I was going to do, like, a video on it, and then just never did. Um, (laughs) But what I bought was Taylor Swift, Mm. which, again, if you know me, I'm not a Taylor Swift fan, um, because I'm, like, I... A lot of people will say that if you're, like, your interest in your politics shouldn't mix. Mm. Well, in my case, I don't completely believe that because if I'm going to stand for something, I don't want to stand with someone that stands directly against me. Mm. So that's, like, one of the big reasons I'm, like, no, I won't support it. So, and I'm... I will not say that she doesn't have talent. She has amazing talent, like a, a beautiful, amazing voice, like just God-given talent, amazingly gifted. But I think that that's one of the biggest issues is idolizing people without reality. Mm. Like you're not focusing on what that person believes. And when you do that, you're taking that person and like shaping yourself around them. Right. It's it's idolization is such a weird thing and I think celebrities are such a toxic culture right now Mm. for young people so yeah what are your thoughts on that I think that um there's so many things we see with thing with events that go on today a lot of it has to tie back to the love of money and so when we look at the FDA right now I'm doing a huge deep research into the FDA. I mean, there have been so many things that have come out lately about it, but it, it astonishes me how much they gave up the America and even the world's. Like, when they test different, and I know this is going off the topic of idolatry, but I really want to cover it really quickly, is when they Before they bring drugs into the U.S., um, and when I mean drugs, I mean vaccinations, I mean any of the above, like prescription drugs, all of those things. Before they bring them into the U.S., they are mainly tested outside. So in countries like Africa and countries um, in different countries in Asia, they will test them on their people. And let me tell you, the side effects and the diseases that come from these pharmaceuticals are horrendous. They are terrible. They are Um, They killed thousands of people, depending on the drug that was being tested. And what did the FDA do? Nothing. They knew that they would get money out of it. They knew that if they branded it right, it would get a lot of hype in the U.S. And what did it do? It did. It got all this hype. So, um, and it was all for the love of money. So, it really disgusts me how much people and even elites I would put elites in there because they're the ones who have found their quote-unquote fame or um, their money source comes from immoral things and non-biblical it has no biblical basis they um, have this hole that they are trying to fill and 
money is that thing that's filling it. So there's the love of money. There is the love of themselves where um, social media is used as a way to make themselves feel good by posting constantly and trying to get likes. I know that is something that really is hurting Gen Z, my generation, Jocelyn's generation right now, is the need for more likes, the need for more views, the need for um, love from other people in such a toxic way. It, It's sad. It makes me sad, really. It does. Um, and I'm praying for you if that is something you're struggling with. I know that personally, as someone who, and Jocelyn probably <laughs> knows this as well, we've talked about this, is that um, you will find yourself doing that subconsciously. It will happen. Um, and that's a place where we really encourage you, if you're listening, to take a moment to look at the tiny things. Look at the things that are mat- that matter. Is it something that you need to take maybe the weekend off of social media? Do you need to shut it all down, turn off your notifications, have a um, detox of basically your screen? So that might be something you need to do. So there are many things that we are seeing being idolized in our society, but there are ways to start healing from all of these destructive things that have come because of sin in the world. So um, yeah, (laughs) that's my take on it. The big question is, is idolizing a sin? Yes. And I mean, it, it's an easy yes, but kind of explain it a little bit. Um, well, I'm going to actually pull up some Bible verses here that I have. The Bible speaks for itself on that topic. It does. It really does. And while Jocelyn's pulling that up, um, the New Testament, let's talk about the Israelites for a little bit. So the Israelites were the main people who had a struggle with idolizing and why was this well when you look at the history of who they were surrounded by um, geographically many of these nations were pagan and something i really want to dive into a little bit is that what are modern ways that we see this pagan culture coming back really so and what i want to point out is witchcraft we see modern day witchcraft happening everywhere let me tell you there are pictures constantly i'll see on instagram with crystals and that might seem so harmless so um and it might even seem fun to you but let me tell you do not get into it i saw this video where this girl had gotten into doing crystals putting them by her bed when she fell asleep and she came to realize that she was having nightmares she was having encounters with demons and i know this sounds very like dark but i want to share the truth about it because it is dark that we talk about um the powers of the air and what that means is that it's a spiritual battle that we're facing you might not want to accept that but it is it is god against satan um and we know who wins that battle but while we are here until the second coming it's something we're gonna have to deal with on this earth so when people use these crystals there are bad connotations to it and i saw that in that video but the beautiful thing of it was was that somehow some way a friend told her that hey why don't you try sleeping without it one night and she did 
And guess what happened? Nightmares were gone. Didn't have any encounters with demons anymore. She felt light. She felt safe. She finally started praying again. And the beauty of it is, is that when we give up our sinful nature and we go into God's presence, there is so much more for us. It is much safer for us. Um, And I'm not telling you that life's going to be easy after you do that. I'm not going to tell you that... um, everything's going to be okay, everything's going to go away. It's not. It's probably going to get a little bit more harder because the persecution of Christians is out there. It's going to happen, I mean, in more countries than America. But um, that's something I wanted to point out because when we look at the Israelites kind of coming back, um, when we talk about the Israelites, they were surrounded by pagan nations. It's so hard. If we're going to bring that back to modern times, it is so hard to live for Christ when we are surrounded by people who are choosing things that look pretty because we're told in the Bible that sinful things are going to look pretty. Um, But really, they're not. They're really not. And so, Jocelyn, you want to share some verses with us? (laughs) Yeah, um, so I like what you said about the crystals. I like 100% agree with that. And I think um, I grew up since I was 11 in Asia, mm-hmm. and I actually do live in those pagan nations. Mm. I grew up in Burma, and it's uh, a Buddhist country. So one of like the big things was the tourism. You look, you, I could look at like my bedroom window and see like a bunch of temples. It was you know the big shiny gold ones and. They'd have the festivals, they'd have the lanterns, and this is like kind of a touchy subject, but it's like they have the the festivities of the Buddhism and stuff. And all the Christians would join in mm. because it's like the thing to do. And I think it's kind of similar to like the crystals, you know, it, it looks pretty. So, and it's not going to hurt once, twice, you know, but it does, it has effects. And I remember we went to a Hindu temple and it was the darkest place I have ever been we went in to do an outreach with some of the Hindu kids that were living and working at the temple and it was absolutely brutal what they did to the people in the temple Hmm. it wasn't you know they have it if you look at a Hindu temple it's very colorful it's very bright and colorful all these like pastels right it's like it's all these colors Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, a lot of what people see first. When you actually go into these temples, we were sharing the gospel. Like, the temple was here. We couldn't share gospel in the temple, mm-hmm. we, but we were on the temple. Like, we were on the right other side in the school for the, the Hindu kids, sharing the gospel to them. We were singing, like, Jesus loves me, and they were, they were chanting on the other side of the wall. It was chaos. But it was so insane because these kids, little children, were just almost like engulfed with this paganism, Mm. this idolization that they had to get up every morning and go worship that idol. They bring, they bring like all their food, you know, anything they had first went to these idols Mm. and there were rituals. There was all of these things and their lives were centered around idolization. Mm. Everything around them was idolization. If, if it was someone above them, it was idolization because that person was higher on the on scale. That person was going to have a better afterlife. Mm. And it was just this whole, they, they idolized the goats that were chilling there. And um, it was actually, we didn't know that goats were super sacred. 
but they were apparently my sister actually like hit one with the water bottle. It was really bad. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> it was really funny. Um, but like these children, it was sad because they were so engulfed in this idolization that they didn't understand the concept of freedom, mm. like spiritually. Right. That they didn't have to sit down and just worship everything around them in order to gain any bit of light. Any anything they would have in the future relied upon this idolization and that is what like that's just a little example of what it is how deep it goes mm-hmm. like today we idolize in america people are so naive it's like they don't realize this spectrum but today we idolize celebrities we idolize artists like all these people right we idolize money these little things these people had nothing but they still had idolization and that's the only hope they had. So idolization is such a bigger, bigger thing. It's, it can be what someone's life completely revolves around. And as Americans, we have the amazing privilege of that not having to be a reality for us. We have the power to put away our phones. We have the power to say, no, I'm not going to follow this celebrity anymore. And we have the freedom to make those choices for ourselves. We can walk away from idolization. We have that choice. And I think that's something a lot of people don't realize is that choice is so simple. All you have to do is say no, where you're not. These people that we ministered to, their families, if they walked away, that's it. They lose their family. They lose their home. They lose their education. They lose their future. They lose everything because of idolization, because they didn't want to idolize that one thing. As Americans, we have so much freedom just to walk away and say, I don't want to idolize that celebrity. I'm going to choose not to idolize that money anymore. So I think that's something that I just like to say, like, just realize the privilege we do have in that. Yeah, for sure. And I think that it's also like in America, if you choose to unfollow whoever you're idolizing, this might sound sad, but they're not going to realize you unfollowed them. They probably didn't even realize you followed them in the first place. And that's really the realization of social media. No one really, unless it's someone big to you and they follow you, no one realizes who follows who, you know? And it's kind of this, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's this thing that has really evolved into something that is so big for people. It's so big. And hopefully we can make it a little bit smaller. So <laughs> let's go back to the Bible verses about idolize, um, idolatry being a sin. I really want to get to that. The Psalm 97 7. So I think that one is all worship their all worshipers of image images are put to shame who make their boast in worthless idols. Worship him, all you gods. Mm-hmm. I think that's just an amazing verse of like worshipers of idol images. Think of that. Like we that's just a perfect picture for me of like social media. It's all it is. And I think that's that's just amazing to read. It's like mm-hmm. worshipers of images. Are put to shame. Another one, just Psalms is like great for this. 
Um, Psalms 115 verse 4 is their idols are gold and silver and the work of human hands. And I think that's something to think too. Like it shouldn't, God is so powerful and so amazing and it's nothing we can fully comprehend. I think that's the amazing thing about God. We can never fully comprehend that. Where idols on earth, you can understand them. They're easy to understand. There's something we see. There's something we can touch. There's something that we can talk to. There's like, like we can, we see them and they're right there. That's all it is. It's just surface. Right. God is powerful. We can never fully understand God. Idols on earth is like, as it says in these verses, it's like of human hands. Okay. Like that's something like money. That's so minor compared to God. Someone's fame is just so minor. And that's like, that amazes me. And people's fame is something that really, like I've seen so many people just kind of fall to idolization of fame. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you just see it. And fame is such a weird thing because people can come to fame like that and it's just an average person. Mm -hmm. And that shocks me. It's like, people instantly put these people on a pedestal. But they will... This, this is harsh, but they'll never know who you are. They're never going to give you a second thought most of the time. If you're just one of the many followers, you know, and you putting all your time and effort and thought into being like that person, you thinking that reposting their one thing on your story is helping them. And most of the time they won't even notice. And I know... I'm guilty of this, you know, like when you, you post someone big and they, they like your story and you're like, oh, wow, that's exciting. <laughs> um, you're but hurt. some people hold on to that and it's like, they get so excited. I've seen people like print out screenshots and stick it on their wall of like the, the one celebrity that liked their message, but didn't even like reply. And it's like, oh boy. And that's like their that's like their party story, you know. They go to a birthday party and they're like, "You're never gonna believe this. This person liked my story." And it's like, if that's gonna be the highlight of like your life, then that's kind of sad. But it's it's something that really like people grasp onto. I would say. Yeah, it's something that happens. People are easy to influence and it's interesting who people choose to let influence them so um to add on to a few bible verses i was actually reading that last one that you said and it's just like so good it is so good about talking about false imagery talking about um who god says we need to be and what we do not need to be looking at um like it's be careful little eyes what you see we tell that to five-year-olds, but it's true to us too. Be careful what you are looking at. Um, in the Ten Commandments, the first two take a direct stance against worshiping anyone or anything other than God. And so that talks about um, idolization, idolatry in Exodus 23-4. If you want to go look that up, God repeated this same instruction over and over throughout Exodus. We see this and um, it is linked with the commandment not to serve other gods 
and to destroy any idols. I think that's really something to grasp on too, is that God instructed these people to destroy idols they were um, connected to, who they were idolizing. And so I think we can take that into consideration today. What does that look like? That looks like unfollowing that person, stop looking at their post, um, take a breath of fresh air, like we said, take a break from social media. If social media in its entirety is something you are idolizing, that's something you can idolize, social media. Um, so those are just a few verses. I suggest just reading all of Exodus, if that's possible, <laughs> and you can read about all the things that happen with the Israelites. Um, but I want to end today's episode with some exciting questions. I put a poll up on my Instagram this week and I asked you guys, listeners, what you wanted to hear about idolatry on social media. And two of the questions stuck out to me. And the first one, Jocelyn, is what are your thoughts about companies that discuss faith yet promote their own celebrities? I love that question. Um, so I I think that it depends on the company. And I also do think it depends on the celebrity. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, everyone knows I'm with PragerU. And they're an organization and they do have their influencers, right? They have like their, their main influencers and they have their other influencers. So they have like Will and Amala. Everybody loves Will and Amala. They're amazing. <laughs> and I think they do... A, good job at actually not putting themselves out there to celebrities right um and i think that's important so if you're going to be an organization or a company that's going to put someone out there to promote stuff you need to have that person be a humble person if you're also going to promote faith because you need to have what your organization or company promotes to also have that person promote Mm -hmm. so i i don't know i think i know like for example just will is very good at that talking to people letting people know he's a normal person um and i think i think there's there's other organizations out there that they'll promote faith and then they'll have someone come on to promote their stuff that they're not living the life that this organization is promoting right that they're they're they'll go for on this day they'll represent for this organization Mm -hmm. they'll say what they're supposed to say and then the next day They'll do their own thing and you'll see a video of them and you're like, whoa, that's not what they said yesterday. Right. So, and there's also, there's so many things that they do toxically where I, one of the big things I'm big on, I think I had it up on my Instagram yesterday is, um, like what word did I use? Representation. Mm-hmm. As people, as Christians, we are representing God first. And like someone made the argument that they work for this, even though they're a part of a certain organization, they don't represent it, represent them. So it doesn't matter what they do in their personal lives. Right. And that like frustrated me because I was like, it doesn't matter. I don't care what you do in your personal lives, but you are representing someone, right. whether that's God, whether that's an organization, whether that's the people around you, whether that's your, you yourself, you are always representing someone and people are always looking to you. So you can be this big celebrity and think, oh, well, what I do in my personal life doesn't matter because it's not what I'm doing at work. Those same people that follow you at work also follow you in your personal life. If they follow the organization that you work for, they're probably going to follow your personal Instagram. 
So I think that's something to keep in mind. I, I always think like I'm, I'm representing God first. That's how I see myself. So if I misrepresent God, that's where the problem lies. But to say that, I think every person that represents a company, if that company is promoting faith and that celebrity needs to first have faith as their basis. Because if you're going to be an organization that's saying that you need to have faith and you need to live your life like this, then the person promoting that better be doing it. Because if you're going to talk the talk, you have to walk the walk. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think something that could be taken into consideration is that, yes, you're allowed to choose whatever you may post on your uh, social media platforms, but be careful about that because the beauty about choosing is that when you do support or you do represent a faith-based organization, people are going to be watching. So, for example, if someone were to post a video about being intoxicated, that's something that, first of all, is um, not morally right, in a sense. And so, when you, and I'm not talking about just, like, one, two drinks. I'm talking about, like, fully that you're under the influence, right? means you're out of control of yourself, out of control um, with other people that you may be with. It is something that should be concerning because, first of all, you didn't think that you were posting that, right? And second, you have people that you are representing either, again, like Jocelyn said, an organization or Christ. So that's just, I think that's both our takes on it. We pretty much have the same mindset when it comes to it that if you are influencing someone which pretty much everyone is choose wisely about what you post the second one to end us off how can we be more vocal about idolatry on social media to come together as a body of believers i love that question so much so i think that you know we just talk about it it's something that people are scared to talk about so let's talk about it let's say it say that we shouldn't be idolizing this person. And I'm not saying that we need to put this person to shame or something. The people that I idolize and then later learn that I shouldn't be idolizing, I don't publicly slander them. That's wrong. That's not, that's just as bad. Right. It's also a sin. And, but that doesn't mean that you can't, one of the things I do is when people ask me like, who's your biggest, who's the biggest influencer you look up to or whatever, I always say like, oh, well, this friend, this friend, this friend, you know, and I go through and then I kind of talk about it. Like, okay, well, yeah, I look up to these people and this is why, this is why I'm not going to put people. I don't know mm-hmm. that I, I need to know these people. These are the people that influence it, influence me most are the people that are closest to me. Right. So I think just talking about it and talking about it attracts people. Talking about it encourages other people to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And it kind of opens people up. They're like, oh, okay. well, if they're talking about it, then maybe it's it's okay to talk about it. I can talk about it too. Or, you know, just and even if I've, I've done it where I've mentioned something on my story and I got a lot of DMs back. Like, well, I'm really glad you're saying this. I won't say it, but thank you for saying it. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, that that's going to resonate with someone. So, yeah. Yeah. 
and it helps everyone be aware of what's happening. If it's as small as posting a Bible verse about what idolatry is and kind of like what we did is put a definition out and maybe that might stir some hearts, really be like, oh, we never talk about idolizing. What is it really, you know? And kind of just poking at the heart a little bit because truly idolizing is a matter of the heart. Um, Pretty much any sin is to change. You have to know where your heart is at. And so that's something you have to look at. Um, So that was a beautiful way to end our discussion. Jocelyn, thank you so much for joining us. I've enjoyed having you on. You are always so very knowledgeable about anything we are talking about. I love how you brought in your personal experience during living in Burma, and um, it was really good hearing about it, so thank you. Well, thank you for having me. Of course.